Hello, I'm Sierra. And I'm Alyssa. And this is Memorable Movies. Spooky season. Good evening, Alyssa. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I am so excited. It's spooky season. The most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> We're even starting a week early. Yes. Bring on so, the spooky. Tell everyone what is the plan for spooky season. Well, all the whole month of October and an extra week. Yes. In September. <laughs> Uh, we are going to be watching spooky, scary movies. Yes, and or just Halloween-themed movies. Some of them aren't really very spooky, but we'll see. Or just kind of dark. Yeah. 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 Uh, And also, as a bonus, in October, we're not starting this early, but in October, you can expect extra episodes. They are... Re-releases of other spooky movies that we did over the past year as well. So Um, look for those on Thursdays in October. (laughs) Scaring is caring. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So without further ado, Sierra, what are we watching today? Our first episode of the spooky season is The Corpse Bride. Nice. Tim Burton's corpse bread. Because he has to put his name in front of everything. Everything. Um, this is from 2005. Okay. Um, we've got 84% and 77%. Wow, we are staying on the critic higher than audience bandwagon for the next I, few weeks, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I know which you'll be closer to. Okay. <laughs> great. Great. Um, this was ranked 49th. For the year of two thousand five, the Bechdel test. Yeah, it passes. Kind of. There's a couple little scenes where okay. there's like women having like a conversation in passing. Like okay, it's very so it short. squeaks by. It squeaks by, but it's a pass. A pass Freakily is a pass. Squeak. <laughs> um, Who's in it? Famous people we have. There, I'm going to miss some, too. Oh, I'm sure. it's a Tim Burton movie, so there's... Just people char- he always brings in. Yeah. Great. But we have Johnny Depp. As always. Obviously also. known from the Endless Court case with Amber <laughs> That's definitely the only thing he's known for. <laughs> yep. Definitely not Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> um, we've got Helena Bonham Carter. Nice. Yeah. We got your Bellatrix from Harry Yay. Potter. The King's Speech, Fight Club, Sweeney Todd, yada, yada, yada. Yep. Uh, we've got Deep Roy again. Oh, shit, for real? Yes. Oh, my God. The Oompa Loompa from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and The Never Enough Story. <laughs> so this is his third appearance in our podcast. It is? We haven't watched Charlie and the Chocolate Factory He yet. was in something else, too, that we watched. Oh, I thought he's only come up once. I don't know. I swear, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> There's been too many movies now. <laughs> Seriously. Um, we've got Christopher Lee. Okay. Uh, how do you say this character's name? Saruman. There you go. From Lord <laughs> of the Rings. Yeah. He's a bad guy. Great. With a name like Saruman. I don't know how you couldn't be. <laughs> That's true. 
Um, and also, Danny Elfman did the music. Okay. I love me some Danny Elfman. He did the theme song from The Simpsons. He did the music for The Nightmare Before Christmas, Beetlejuice, Men in Black. Oh, wow. From our last bonus episode. Um, he does the music for the movie, and he is also the voice of Bone Jangles. Is that a dog? <laughs> no. Okay. Everyone's made out of bones. So. Oh, okay. Um, awards. We have a Saturn Award for Best Animated Film. Okay, cool. And it was nominated for an Oscar slash Academy Award for Best Animated Feature Film. It was beat by Wallace and Gromit. Really? Yeah. Kind of surprising, but I okay. Know, I know. So, Alyssa, you have not seen this movie. I have not. I feel like at some point I mixed it up with Nightmare Before Christmas, and once I saw that, I was like, I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah, it's a teen, it's an animated Tim Burton movie, so you're not it's that It's animated far off. in the same style, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so honestly, that's really all I know about it is that it's Tim Burton and that it's animated in the style of <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, so you don't know any memes. Uh, no, I got nothing. Um, do you recognize the bride? Uh, just like from other, from pictures of her? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we have one that says The Corpse Bride, a movie where nobody was actually in love. Oh, great. Yeah. It's kind of... <laughs> Accurate? We're going to... Yes. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> it's kind of one of those um, Romeo and Juliet situations where they're like, oh, it's such a sweet story. It's like, no. No. Not really. Not at all, actually. <laughs> okay. Cool, 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 cool. Um, and then a lo- I've seen a lot of people that use little pieces of this, like, in their weddings. Oh. Really? Like, for, like, if they're having, like, a dark... Like a creepy wedding? Yeah. yeah. But, like, if it's not a happy ending... Yeah. That seems, like, questionable. Let me know what you think after. Okay. (laughs) I also went into a deep... My deepest rabbit hole yet. Oh, my God. Deepest yet? Yeah. Oh, my God. Of research. And I'm going to tell you the... Deeper than Silence of the Lambs? Yes. Holy shit, dude. (laughs) Yes. Fair warning. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to tell you the actual story that kind of inspired the whole idea of the corpse bride. Okay, cool. Um, But I've seen people use the vows that they use in the movie, like, as part of their own wedding vows. And it's with this hand... I will lift your sorrows. Your cup will never empty, for I will be your wine. With this candle, I will light your way in darkness. With this ring, I ask you to be mine. Interesting. I think it's cute. I mean, I'm already skeptical now because you said it was like Romeo and Juliet where it's like oh, not really that great. It's, and if no one loves each other, I feel like it's not. You'll, it doesn't. It's got a fine ending. Okay. You'll see. Okay. Um, there's also people put the picture from Frankenweenie and this movie and The Nightmare Before Christmas, like, next to each other. Because there's a, you know, skinny, gaunt-looking boy slash man. Oh, yeah. With a spooky dog in all of them. Hashtag Tim Burton. Yeah. Um, there is a scene where... 
one of the main characters is talking to like her her maid kind of okay um and she's telling her the sea leads to many places dearie maybe you'll land somewhere better um Hmm. and i think that's just good yeah good advice um there's one part in the movie where a skeleton (laughs) uh the skeletons come back at some point okay spoiler alert and she says, you've been dead for 15 years. And he says, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> so memorable <laughs> that it's in another movie. Oh, so what is cute. that from? Casablanca? Um, oh, I don't know. Oh, that I don't give a damn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe. I think so. And then there's one... Um, where the ghost skeleton guy is standing in front of a portrait of himself, and oh. he's saying, where do you keep the spirits? <laughs> <laughs> nice. And that one's just cute. That one I can feel like I can use. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even find the actual picture. It's just the picture, and then I just remember <laughs> what it says. Um, but yes, we... We'll see what you think of the Romeo and Juliet aspect of it. Wonderful. Sierra, what are we drinking today? Today we are drinking Till Death. Wonderful. Uh, will you give us a hint about what is the Till Death? Um, well, if I tell you the name of the drink that we're making it from, I don't think it'll help. But it has sake in it. Okay, so sake drink. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. That's really all I was wondering about. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and where are we watching this movie? We are watching on HBO Max. Not Yay. <laughs> awesome. Are you ready? I'm ready. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>
we're back. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa. Yes. Please give us a recap of Tim Burton's Corpse Bride. Okay. So, basically, there's, like, two couples, and they're trying to marry off their children um, because they both think that the other family has, like, money. Um, Victor is the son. He messes up the vows during the wedding, so the priest gets all mad. and During the rehearsal. Oh, that was just the rehearsal. Yes. Okay, yeah. got it, got it. It might be. I was thinking, that's why I got so confused. Okay. We can talk about that about why I was confused. Okay. <laughs> but, um, okay, so during rehearsal, he's, like, um, nervous, I guess. And so he messes up the vows, and the priest is like, go practice your shit before tomorrow, basically. Yes. Um, and then, so he goes out into the woods, like you do, and uh, to, like, practice and, like, talk to himself a little bit. Um, he accidentally says the vows and puts the ring on a dead lady's hand, which he thinks is like a tree branch or something. Yes. Still, don't put your ring on a freaking tree branch. Like, that's how shit gets lost. Anyway, uh, she says, I do. So, basically, bada bing, bada boom, they're married. Because that's definitely how that works. (laughs) Um, he passes out and wakes up in... The dead world, sure. Land like of the, the dead. Land of the dead. They don't really like say what it's called in the movie. No. Um, and he doesn't know how to get back, so he like plays along for a bit with being married. And he's like, "Oh, you should really meet my parents." And they're like, "Okay, great. Here's how we get back." So he kind of like sneaks off presumably to go like warn his parents that he's married to a dead girl now but really he goes to see victoria who's the daughter of the other couple um but kind of like meanwhile before that before he actually gets back um victoria's parents are pissed that he disappeared uh and they basically give his parents until dawn to find him before like before the day of the wedding they have to find him essentially Um, so he shows back up and tells, tries to tell Victoria about everything, but Emily, who's the corpse lady, um, shows up and drags him back to Dead World. Um, and then with Victor gone, now Victoria's parents have to make a new plan for her to get married to Lord Barkus. Um, who they say like Bacchus the whole time, which is funny. Bacchus. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We, uh, also find out that, um, Victor and Emily's marriage is not valid unless Victor's dead. And he is like, okay, fine. That's fine. I give up and I will marry you, Emily, and I'll drink the poison, this poison so that I can die and be with you forever. But there's a wrinkle in the plan, which is that he has to drink the poison in the land of the living. Yes. So the whole wedding party (laughs) goes to the land of the living. Turns out right in the middle of Victoria's new wedding. It's Lord Marcus. Yes. (laughs) So basically all the dead people come and like bust up the party essentially. Um, and then they go to the church and Victor and Emily are like trying to say their vows. But then right before he goes to drink the poison, she's like, no, I can't do 
this to you. <laughs> because she sees Victoria, like, hanging out in the background, and basically she's like, my dream was killed. I don't want to kill someone else's dream, which is pretty nice if you think about it. Um, but then Lord Barkus shows up, and he's like, joke's on you guys. We're already married, suckas. And then Quote. we realize that Lord Barkus is the one who killed Emily, which is why her heart was broken and also her body. <laughs> and he basically tries to kill Victor, but Emily stops him. And then he accidentally drinks the poison that Victor was about to drink. Um, and so he dies. And so he's out of the way. Um, and then Emily gives her blessing to Victor and Victoria because he set her free. The end. The end. The end. All right. So I have some thoughts, if okay. you'd like to hear them. Yes. One is about the first meme that we talked about. Okay. Because the first meme that we talked about was a movie where nobody was actually in love. I don't think that's true. Okay. I feel like they were trying really hard to get married, Victor and Victoria, the whole time. Sure. They sort of like fall in love at the beginning. They kind of do, yes. Yeah. But they don't know each other at all. Sh n no one ever knows each other at all in any animated movie before they get married. That's true. <laughs> so It I was like an arranged marriage, so you can sure. see why. That's fair, but I kind of feel like they wouldn't have gone through so much trouble yes. if they didn't like each other at least a little bit. Sure. So, anyway, there's that. That's all I have. <laughs> that I was like, hmm, I feel like this meme is not exactly accurate, but I do get it also. Okay. Oh, I have one more correction also on the oh, memes. Okay. Um, I said earlier that, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn was from Casablanca, but oh, it's actually yes. from Gone with the Wind. Yes. So, my B, y'all. I haven't seen either one of those. Me neither, and I just misremembered. So, it happens. Never quote me. <laughs> Well, the idea of the corpse bride is ah, yes. based on a true story. Okay. And like based on or inspired by. So I'm gonna tell you the story and then you tell me Okay. <laughs> how how <much>? inspired <laughs> by you think it is. Okay. Great. I'm anxiously awaiting. <laughs> um so this is the shortest possible version okay. of the story that I can tell. Um, I've listened, a couple of my favorite podcasts have done episodes about this. Okay. And so I was like, oh, I'll just say what I remember, like, from memory. Yeah. And then I found this book. Oh, my God. A whole book? Yes. <laughs> and I went down, as I said, the biggest fucking rabbit hole. <laughs> Great. I've ever gone down. Uh, for this podcast. Right. <laughs> um, but if you want to hear more, there's like a thousand podcast episodes you can listen to about this. And I read the book Undying Love by Ben Harrison. Okay. Alyssa. <laughs> do you like arts and crafts? Sure. Do you like paper mache? Uh, I have not done it in a really long time. Probably since I was a kid. What about airships? Airships? Yeah. Like blimps? Sure. Airships. Uh, sure. I've never been in one. Have you? I have not. Okay. How do you feel about Spanish love songs? Uh, ambivalent. 
Well, I've got a story to tell okay, you. Okay, great. <laughs> that involves all of these things. Oh, my God. Our main character, Carl Tanzler, a.k.a. Count Carl Von Kossel. Oh, my God. And a bunch of other aliases. Is he Victor in this? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he was born in Germany in 1877. And during his childhood, he claimed he was visited by visions of dead ancestors who revealed the face of his true love, who was this exotic, dark-haired woman. Okay. So this little German boy gets visited <laughs> and they're like... You're going to marry this dark-haired, exotic woman. Are you sure this isn't isn't the beginning of The Exorcist? (laughs) Maybe. Okay, cool. There's a lot of different movies spliced in here. (laughs) He ends up marrying a woman named Doris Schaefer, and they have two kids together. Okay. He quickly ditches his family and moves to Key West, Florida. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Uh, Where he somehow gets a job at a hospital as a radiology technician because... Of the time, it was you could just be like, <laughs> I'm, I can do that. Yeah. Uh, no, no qualifications. Sure. Um, and it's at this hospital in 1930 where he meets a beautiful young patient named Maria Elena Milago de Hoya. Dang. Okay. Uh, Tanzler is immediately like, yep, that's the person my dead ancestor, <laughs> Countess Anna Consta von Kossel said I would <laughs> marry. She's the love of my life. She's 22. And uh, Carl is 53 at this point, but okay. it looks like he's 117 ask. years old. Oh, gosh. I'm about to hand you a picture oh, of the two God. of them. <laughs> Live reaction, apparently. Here's our two lovebirds. Oh, my God. He looks like fucking Freud. Yes. He does. If you know what Sigmund Freud looks like, you know what this guy looks like. Yeah. He's 53. And she kind of looks like a flapper. She's beautiful. Yeah. She's gorgeous. <laughs> and he looks like Freud. So that gives you yeah. the full context that you need. <laughs> so Glasses and all, by the way. Oh, yeah. Glasses and Including all. Including tiny weird beard. Bow tie. Yep. You could have just put a picture of Freud there and yeah. I would have been like, oh, okay, got it. Great. That's why I said he looks like he's 117. Yeah. He's 53, but he's 1930s 53. Sure. Um, He asked her repeatedly to marry him, like, over and over again. Uh, She's not into him, and also she's dying Right, I was going to ask because she's a patient in the hospital. She is a patient. Um, And she is technically married to a man who ditched her after she had a miscarriage and started getting sick with TB. Oh, my God. He was like, this isn't what I signed up for. Goodbye. And so she's like, oh, I'm sorry, Carl. I can't marry you because I'm already married and also I'm dying. Yeah. So he tells her family that he has a cure for her TB. But it's not really approved by the hospital, per se. And they're like... I think we're good for now. Yeah. We let the hospital <laughs> take care of it and everything, but thanks for the offer. Um, it's during this time that Carl begins building an airship. Oh, interesting. With no wings. They don't usually have wings. Made from wooden canvas so that he and Elena can fly away together when they get married. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> She is sent home from the hospital because there's nothing, there's they, nothing can do. they can do. Yeah. 
Um, and Carl's like, ahoy hoy, it's me, Carl. <laughs> Remember me, the stalker from the hospital? Remember that treatment that I have for you? You ready for, to try that? Oh and they're like, sure. Is like, the treatment crashing in a fiery... <laughs> it involves a lot explosion. of kissing. Oh, no, I'm okay. Just... <laughs> it um, is Hindenburg of an airship. <laughs> yes. Uh, they're desperate at this point. Sure. They're just like... Like, we'll do sure, whatever. Sure. Like, yeah. If you can do something to save her, like, please do. Uh, he tries his experimental electrotherapy on her. Oh, good God. He basically just shocks the shit out yeah. of her repeatedly. And he's like, do you feel better now? <laughs> her hysteria <laughs> is gone. <laughs> it's magic. <laughs> he, at this point, starts buying her all sorts of, like, crazy elaborate gifts. Oh, my God. Um, he buys her, like, this hand-carved huge bed. And, like, these silk sheets and jewelry and perfumes and dresses, including a wedding dress. And scarves and, you know. Yeah. Fancy shit. Fancy stuff. And he's like, my dear, marry me. (laughs) She's like, again. Can't. Can't. Legally cannot. Legally cannot. And also, (laughs) yeah, I'm I'm sick. sick. (laughs) Boo, you whore. (laughs) Boo, you whore. Um, He's not a doctor. Right. Which he's fully claiming to be. He's sure. like, no, I am a, I am a doctor. <laughs> Not. So now we have two weeks back to back with fake doctors and creepers. Yep. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Love that for us. Um, he obviously does not cure her tuberculosis. Right. And she dies October 25th, 1931. That's it's close to Halloween, yeah. so it's sometimes like rumored to be like, spooky. Ooh, she died on Halloween. <laughs> Not true. Um, she, her family originally buries her in like a regular grave. Her her family has no money sure. at all. They're like, uh, I think they're from Cuba. They're living in Key West. Like they have nothing. Sure. Her family is like cigar rollers. Yeah. Um, so they put her in a regular grave, and Carl's like, no, no. That won't do for my bride. Oh, God. So he builds this elaborate, beautiful mausoleum oh for her. Oh, my God. And he has a key to the mausoleum. And he visits her every fucking night. Ugh. Um, Is this going in a true crime direction? Oh, yeah. Okay. If you don't like true crime, <laughs> fast forward a few I, times. I don't get into... A whole lot of that. Okay, well, just in case, just fast forward, like, one minute. Boop, You'll be boop, fine. Oh, okay. couple minutes. <laughs> okay, make it three. <laughs> he even installs a telephone in the mausoleum so he can call her if he can't, if the weather is bad or something. They, oh, like, my God. can't make it. He can be like, ring, ring, hello. <laughs> oh, my God. Elena, are you there? I, was, I thought you were like... He spends so much time there that he needs to make business calls. Oh, no. no, no, no. If he can't make it, he wants to be able to talk to her sure. still. So he and he just calls and leaves a message. Weirdly, she never answers. Yeah, shocking. And he becomes even a, if she was alive, she would never answer. Seriously, like, oh, sorry, I didn't see your text. Yeah. Um. Weirdly, she never answers, and he becomes the first dude ever to be ghosted. <laughs> Good one, but um. Sh- he claims that her spirit visits her body while okay. Carl is there. So it, he's there, and it's like, la, 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 She can hear me when I speak to her. 
Um, and they both serenade Elena's body with her favorite Spanish love songs. Oh, God. Ugh. Gross. He claims that Elena asks him to take her. She's like, I don't want to be here anymore. Oh, my God. We don't get to spend enough time together. Like, you're working too much. We never spend time together. We need more privacy. Like, you got to take me out of here. Oh, my God. So, one night in April of 1933, in the middle of the night. two years later. Yeah. Yeah. This, she, there's no embalming happening at this point. Um, He uses a toy cart to move her body from the mausoleum to his home. Ugh. The book. <laughs> That's a funny chapter of the book. Oh, God. Uh, yes, like you said, this is like 18 months after she's died, and she's obviously like... Gross. Super, like, into decomposition yeah. at this point. Um, he spends days cleaning her body. Like, like rem- to the bones? Mo- well certain points she's she isn't really at bone yet okay um but he spends days like removing bugs and like using he orders like these expensive like commercial grade disinfectants that he imports from oh my god um and uses like all these crazy expensive perfumes to try to cover the smell um he uses piano wires to tie her bones together because uh, she has no joints left. Um, and he stuffs her body with crumpled paper and rags and straw like a fucking scarecrow. What the fuck? I assume her family does not know about this. They do not know about this. Okay. Yet. Oh, boy. This is, like, so crazy. <laughs> As, okay, sure. If you don't like true crime, whatever. <laughs> As her skin falls off, he replaces the skin with pieces of silk that he's dipped in wax and, like, a papier-mâché style. Ew. Puts her skin back on, kind of. And as her hair, her hair is obviously, like... Gonzo. Gonzo. Yeah. So he collects her hair, like, her actual hair, and makes her a wig out of it. Ew. Um, also, I really hate to tell you this, but he puts a paper tube <laughs> in her hoo-ha and Oh my God, you stop know it. What. There is evidence of that. They sleep in the same bed. Uh, the bed that he bought her while she was sick, the big hand-carved bed. It is, like, shocking that this guy is not a serial killer. Seriously. He loves her. <laughs> That's not a good reason. <laughs> Um, and he continues, he's just all over town buying jewelry and gifts, and they're like, what the fuck is this guy doing with all of these perfumes and stuff? Alyssa. Yes. How long? But also no. (laughs) How long do you think this Uh, goes on? Don't ask me. I don't know. You'll have to tell me. (laughs) I'm going to guess. Since he took her to his house? Or from the beginning, since she was dead? Since he took her to his house. I'm going to say three years. Seven years. Oh, my God. Ew. So, basically nine years after she's dead. Wow. Yeah. How does he get found out? An, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> A neighborhood boy. 
sees Thank Carl. Thank God for the neighborhood boys. <laughs> dancing with a giant doll. Oh, God. Frequently in the night. And people start to talk about yeah. this. You, you might think that people would ask some <laughs> questions after this. The family's like, quote, say what? Yeah. Um, that wasn't a quote. And they're like, hey, Carl, um, just checking in, wondering why you're not visiting the mausoleum anymore. Oh, yeah. He didn't cover that up very well. No. So her older sister comes and she's like, you better tell me what the fuck is going on yeah. right now. And they, she like meets him at the cemetery and she's like, open up the mausoleum and show me my sister. Yeah. And he's like, if you want to see your sister, we have to go somewhere else. Oh, <laughs> um, so he brings her to the home, which, by the way, is the wingless airship that they are I'm sorry. building. <laughs> They've been living in they it? They live there. Oh, God. Yes. And How big is this thing? Oh, I'll show you. Oh, actually, here we go. <laughs> We've gotten to the part. Where I can now show you... You better not show me any gross pictures. I'm going to show you a picture of her body. But I'm it's not... not look at a it's picture not... Of her body. It's... It's okay. I don't trust you. I promise. <laughs> so here is what she oh, finds... Oh, God. ...laying in his bed. That's terrifying. Describe to the people what you see. Uh, it kind of just looks like a creepy sex doll, essentially. Um, but more like a paper mache face than, like... Uh, inflatable face, I yeah, guess. They didn't have inflatable things at this point. Um, the airship is really more of a airplane without wings. That's not really what I would consider to be an airship. Sure. Um, it's not going anywhere. No. And also, it's not really big enough to live in, I wouldn't think. I don't know. It's not really much bigger than, like, a train car. Yeah. Oh, you want to give that back to me now? Yes, I don't okay, want that. Okay, great. I not, better not stay in my house either. <laughs> Cut it out and put a picture in your bed. Great. Um, okay, so she's, like, completely horrified, obviously. Yeah. And she's, like... Shocking. Okay, Carl, well... Uh, Bye. She's, like... She even says, I'm going to give you one week to put her back in the mausoleum. Why? I, I don't know. That is a full-on 911 call. That did not exist for quite some time. Oh, <laughs> God. Um, okay, fine. There are policemen, <laughs> though. Um, spoiler alert. He doesn't return to the body. Uh, police come to Tansler's home, which he shares with his 13 dogs and a taxidermy Okay, seagull. they're definitely not living in that airship, then. It. I think it's like... In the backyard. The property, and yeah. they, like, go back and forth and stuff like that. Maybe that's where he leaves her. I don't know. There's definitely no way that they're living in there with 13 dogs. Yeah. He has, like, kind of, like, a weird compound sure. thing where he's doing all sorts of mad Nasty science. shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, also, is he the villain from Up? Like, what the fuck? In an airship <laughs> with all these yeah. dogs and, like, taxidermy birds. Yeah. A little Seriously. bit inspiration question mark <laughs> and they're like "Ooh, carl we gotta arrest we you. have a problem here yeah. so poor elena yeah 
is removed from his home and examined by the medical examiner where they find all of the things that yeah, I've the described fuck. to you and more. Oh, God. Um, and this is, like I said, been over seven years. Yeah. Um, her body is then put on display at the Dean Lopez funeral home where over 6,800 people came to see her body. Why? They were like, come look at this crazy shit. Oh my God. Are you serious? Yeah. What the fuck? Um, and then she is returned to a secret grave, uh, where... He Nobody could never find knows her about again. so that he can't go fuck with her anymore. Probably for the best. Yeah. He goes to trial again in October. Woo. Oh, God. Spooky. <laughs> 1940. Um, and he's, um, the charges are wantingly and maliciously destroying a grave and removing a body without authorization and necrophilia. Isn't des- was desecrating a corpse not? I don't a thing yet. think that was a thing, but destroying a grave was. Yeah, and removing a body. Sure, like body, body snatchers. snatchers. Um, he explains to everyone that there's a big misunderstanding here, mm. and he's simply waiting for Elena's resurrection, and he's taking care of her body and maintaining it until her body reunites with her spirit okay and she comes back and the airship that he's built he's going to use to take her into space so the oh radiation penetrator cells and restore her back to life what the fuck is this x-men he's found sane and competent to stand trial <laughs> what i mean obviously that's a good thing but and he's acquitted of all charges what? and let go. Are you serious? Because there's no, like, they're like... There's plenty of evidence. Yeah, but they're like, oh, poor guy. He just loves what her the so fuck? much. Are you serious? He doesn't even go to jail? He does no jail time. What the fuck? And then when they're like, okay, not guilty, whatever, he's like, great. Can I have her body back now? <laughs> And they're like, get out of here, you fucking nut. Oh, my God. (sighs) So he was never really seen as a villain in the situation because Elena and her family, who basically all died of tuberculosis. Makes sense. Like, her parents both ended up getting it and dying. They're not really around too much to, like, tell their side of the story. Also, they're, like, immigrants. Right, and he's white. And he's a count. Yeah. Count on Castle. Um, and so everyone is just super sympathetic to this guy who is like this hopeless romantic who can't accept the loss of his beautiful young wife. So basically every stalker ever. Yep. Um, Carl goes back to live with Doris. Remember her? His real life. He's like, she takes him back. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, get over here, you nut. Oh my God. Um, and she basically just kind of takes care of him until he dies and he's found um when he dies with a life-size effigy of elena that he had are you fucking serious what the fuck dude and that is the real story of the corpse bride in name alone (laughs) seriously so the (laughs) there's not really a whole lot no. From the movie, except for the guy who is coughing constantly. Oh, yeah. And then gets run over by the... TV. Thing. 
yeah. little uh, sprinkle Nod. in there. Yeah. Wow. Well, thanks for that, Sierra. Of course. <laughs> Again, undying love. Uh huh. Uh huh. Whew. Well. Back to our wonderful movie. <laughs> Yeah. Um, probably when all of the dead people come and bust up her new wedding. That's my favorite. It's pretty too. funny when he finds the like eyeball in a soup and stuff. There's an eye in my soup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my favorite part too. When all of the the dead like reunite with their living relatives. Oh yeah, yeah. That part's good like, too. Grandpa. Grandpa. <laughs> and the guy with his wife and everything yeah. and then um i also the like spirits the, guy <laughs> i like the part when the black widows come down and fix victor's suit oh yeah that's cool that's, I like that it's part. kind of like the spooky version of cinderella yes. <laughs> okay um we've already talked about plot holes and points of confusion a little bit and i think we cleared that up a little bit that at the beginning that's not actually the wedding that's their rehearsal. yes i was definitely confused about that um also i was just like a little bit confused at the beginning because they weren't he wasn't like where am i and they were like you're in dead world oh like yeah that was missing um i also felt like for me i feel like i missed some stuff when they were singing about it instead yes. of talking about it so the whole time they're explaining emily's situation it talks about how her parents won't give their blessing for her to get married. Okay, yeah, got that part. And then she, they decide to elope. Yes, so they're going to meet at night. She puts on her mother's wedding dress. Okay. Um, and brings all of her money because they're going to run oh, away together. okay, gotcha. Um, and then she ends up dying. Right. And then we but, find out later. Okay, so they yeah. didn't say she was killed. We don't they know. Did. Okay, yes, okay. They did. Yeah. So we know she got killed. She got killed while she was waiting, waiting. for the guy. Yeah. Okay. But got he it. Did it. You're right. Yeah. Which is, but we don't find that out until the the like third wedding of the movie. Yeah. When they're like, and and then she you! wakes up dead. Yeah. Yes. Got it. Okay. I think I'm good now. Okay. What surprised you the most? Um, I don't know why, but I did not expect singing. I oh, really? did not know that there was going to be music. Danny Elfman, baby. Well, I know, but I figured that was just like scoring, I guess. Oh, um, both? Yep. Didn't realize. It I surprised me. I <laughs> actually love the music in this. <laughs> that I does not surprise me in the slightest. <laughs> because I really love Danny Elfman, but so cute. Some of the songs are just adorable. Yeah, I just found them hard to follow, follow I think. would sure. Probably would have been good to do a uh, subtitles oh, watch. Yes. Um, okay, what about characters? There's obvious... The bad guy is Bad guy is the bad guy. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is... Uh, I don't know that I have, like, any that are, like, my favorite or least favorite, but I will say, if you are a Princess Diaries fan, <laughs> the... I guess it's her parents mm -hmm. look like the couple in Princess Diaries that's constantly trying to steal the throne, mm -hmm. like the Van Tukens or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the lady has the really big nose yes. and the guy is like short and like chunky. Uh -huh. It's really funny. They look exactly like that. Um, I love the town crier. Oh, yeah. He's good he's for sure. He's really funny. Um, and the little maggot that lives in her oh. eye. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's her friend. Oh my god. He's so cute. Um, I think that's it for me on characters. Yeah. Um, there's, it's hard to have, like you said, the bad guy's the bad guy. Right. <laughs> um, okay. So what about what held up and what didn't? <laughs> okay. Or problematic elements. It's obviously very old timey. Yes. Um, you know, they're doing this arranged marriage. Not only is it arranged, but they literally met. The day before they were supposed to get married. Yeah, they apparently. met at their rehearsal, basically. Yeah, like right before it. Um, so that sucks, obviously. <laughs> um, potentially being married to a dead lady is pretty problematic. Sure. Based on your previous story. <laughs> um, I don't know. Is there anything else that you can think of? I mean, murdering people's bad. Yeah, murder bad. Um, necrophilia bad. Sure. That's kind of the direction I was going with marrying a dead person. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, other than that thing. <laughs> did we miss any memes or gifts? Um, I had two. Oh, okay. One, I don't know where I have seen this before. Maybe it was on a commercial for the movie or something, but mm-hmm. there's a part where she goes, maggots. Ha ha ha. I've definitely seen that part before. Um, and then this one I thought should be a meme, which okay. is, in disappointment, we are perfectly matched. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. Yeah. Um, okay. Underrated or overrated? We had 84% and 77%. All right. I'm probably going to go somewhere in between, but closer to the audience score. Probably like, I would say like a 70 Nine, like I would say, it's not quite a B for me. Okay, but a I would say seventy-seven seems a little low. Okay, so kind of like in between. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Where are you on it? Um, probably around eighty-two-ish. Okay. Eighty-four seems a little too close to eighty-five. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, but I, this is my. This is my jam. Sure. The macabre, the <laughs> yeah, weird definitely. music, like the skeletons and the bugs and your witches. aesthetic. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I know the answer to this, but would you watch it again? Maybe uh, with subtitles on during the songs. I would probably wait until next year. Okay. And I would definitely turn on the subtitles, but that's probably it. Okay. After cool. that. Um, should people take the time to watch the movie for the movie or just for the memes? Um, I definitely think that it's worth watching, uh, especially if you do like The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah. I feel like if you don't like Nightmare Before Christmas, it's probably okay to give it a pass. Yeah. You probably it's won't pretty like pretty similar, this one. yeah. Yeah. Uh, in vibe and just like everything. Yes. Um, How did you feel about the ending? Uh, fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, just when she kind of turns into butterflies. butterflies. I do feel like it's a little bit of a cop-out where we could, like, see her go out into the world and, like, do something. The I don't know. The of the dead. Yeah. Find a nice dead boy. Sure. To settle down Yeah, with. something. When he tells know. her, always the bridesmaid. I know. bride, <laughs> Emily. <laughs> it's like, okay, Okay, bud. Dick. Yeah. I wonder whose fault that, that is. is. 
Yeah, go ahead. Drink that wine. Yeah. Poison. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, which part was unclear? The skull on the bottle? Or yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, how, what about the scene at Zipper? The scene at Zipper was quite good. I really enjoyed it. As I was mixing it, I was like, this is going to be weird. <laughs> um, but it was pretty good. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I would definitely have another. All right. Um, do you want to spoil next week's movie? I do. Okay. What is it? Da-na-na-na. <laughs> <laughs> we are if watching... If you don't know what it is. <laughs> the Adams Family. The original Adams Family. So you have seen Values. Correct. Family Values. Yes. Adams Family Values, but not, not the OG. The yep. So we're going to be watching that. Very exciting. Um, we've given away one of the memes already. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. So look forward to that Yay! next week. I'm excited. <laughs> I just watched it the other day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you didn't have to pre-screen that one. <laughs> well, okay. So I did because I wanted to make sure I wasn't getting memes from values. Oh yeah. That makes sense. It's really tough sometimes. I know. They're, all the characters are the same age in both of them. Yeah. And yeah. I just want to make sure. And it's really funny <laughs> i really like it well i will look forward to seeing that with I'm you excited. again next week um sierra where can people find us you can find us on instagram at memeable movies pod and on twitter at me movie pod or send us an email memeoviepod at gmail.com and thank you to Dimitri Terrace from Pixabay for our spooky music. That's a wrap. Bye. Bye.